3: Alright. I love that. It's great. Live version of uh, bad medicine right there by uh Jovi Air Dog. Welcome to the show.
1: Bad medicine.
3: Yeah, I think everybody that's ever been in love's had a case of bad medicine. That's what the whole song is about. Everyone thought that was like about, you know, bad drugs. No, it's about it's about getting a bad pill from a girl. That's what it's all about. You got to listen to lyrics. Is, is that what it's about?
1: A bad, a bad pill yeah. <laughs> from a girlfriend?
3: Yeah, no, no, not ex. No, bad medicine is getting a dose of a, a bad relationship. And we've all been through that.
1: <laughs> everybody. So it's, it's not you. like some expired Advil. You went to the medicine cabinet and you pulled out something <laughs> that was, <laughs> no, had, no. had gone bad. <laughs>
3: yeah, I think that's what everybody thought it was. But no, if you really listen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some, some oh. Robitussin from the 80s.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what was that stuff my mom used to keep it was like this um it came in a blue bottle it was like um it was like alka seltzer it was called briscoli or something like that it was like this briscoli. italian shit briscoli yeah it, it, she used to pour it in water and she'd be like here you got a tummy ache drink this shit And I, I always used to think it was expired because like the cap right. around like unscrew it would always be brown like it was like passed down through generations i'm like ugh,
1: like an alka seltzer
3: yeah but it's like an italian it was it was called briscoli or something like that. it was something very strange <laughs> and i swear I remember, that thing I must have been, it movies. must have been 30 years old
1: I used to watch my dad pour iodine or there was this orange. the so first it was iodine, like on his like hangnails and like these gross things that he would like. He'd always be working on his feet for some reason. Like he'd take off his work boots <laughs> at the end of the day and he'd have these like big gnarly ass like hangnails or just like disgusting whatever it was. Hang- <laughs> and he would pour orange liquid and some brown liquid on it and then like and then squeeze something. Maybe some pus would come out. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe it'd be green. Maybe it'd squirt. And like, um, yeah, I just... And then the other childhood medicine I remember was Dimetap. And oh, um, that was good because yep. it was like, you know, it's the purple stuff, grape flavor. And <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was the purple. It's like kind of like um, besides sunny, that D. Or D. Or sunny D, it's Uh <laughs> <laughs> or, or it was the, uh, the, the blackberry brandy because that was the surefire way to put the kids down when they had <laughs> a, a toothache or
3: yeah. something. My parents never gave me that shit. BP's here. What's up, BP? Welcome to the show, my man.
1: <laughs> What's up, everyone?
3: How you doing? If you guys didn't notice, uh, it? no boogie nights here tonight. Boogie uh, they messaged me before the show. Said he has a splitting headache. He had a long day, so uh, no no boogie nights tonight. So um, unfortunately, really? we'll... yeah, yeah. We're, We're know. not what the happened.
1: cure for a splitting
3: headache. Yeah. Oh, I found it, guys. It's called Briashki, and they still make this shit. You can actually still buy it on Amazon. Uh, it's Brioche, an Italian lemon flavored effervescent heartburn, upset stomach acid indigestion comes in an eight and a half ounce bottle. And yeah, it's it's literally like these little white pellets uh, and you just pour it inside water and it, it fizzles up. And uh, yeah, this is what my parents used to give me uh, made in Italy. <laughs> so there you go.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it uh, sounds like an Italian dessert or like a, a pastry of some type.
3: It says it's a refreshing, effervescent digestive aid, air dog. that's been a beloved product in more, for more than a century. The old Italian formula is still sold up to this day as a fact-acting solution to stomach aches, heartburns, and indigestion. It's also been adapted into a fiber supplement. Brioche, lemon fiber. Explore our products in multi-packs for at home or on the go. Listen, if you're Italian, you know all about heartburn, indigestion, and all that, right? We, we, all the acid and all the shit we eat, sauce, and all that junk. Fuck. I
1: don't know why. I believe him. I believe you.
3: It's uh, it's just part of our DNA. Agita is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> what the f- I say agita. I'm like, oh, man, I got really bad agita. I'll like, hold my chest. Like, what the fuck are you talking? What's agita? I'm like, you know, I, I like heartburn, indigestion. I'm like, well, why don't you just say that? I'm like, shut up and let me be Italian, okay? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> be Italian. You,
1: sound like <laughs> you sound like your mother. You sound like
4: mother. The Italian, Italian rule aids yeah, right.
3: Exactly. Thank you. Is that it's, what it is? It's,
1: exactly right. it's briochki. Brioche.
3: My mom hears Brioche. this. She's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, mom, remember that the, the cap used to be brown like it was 30 years old. It was all the way in the back of the medicine cabinet. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. It's like I, I, my fucking my stomach would have to be falling out of me for me for her to give me that. Diamond tap. Oh, my God. I don't even I remember. Diamond tap. Yeah, I remember I, it. I, that that was even... my
1: favorite. I w- I used to actually pretend I had a sore throat just so I could get me some of that because it was so Come on,
3: Mom, I love that great flavor. Just give me a little Dime Tap. <laughs> It'll yeah. make me feel better. <laughs>
1: I don't I, I listen, throat. I throat. <laughs> give me some of never- <laughs> stuff, mom.
3: I don't even listen, I haven't heard the word Dime Tap in fucking 20 plus years. So I don't even think I don't even know if they make Dime Tap anymore.
1: Bring back back, kids. Bring back the old be- man. Yeah. I think
3: people crucified it so bad because it didn't taste good, but I don't know, man. Anyway, I was, it I was...
1: tasted great. And second of all, yes, I am aging myself. By you know, we talk about all these like you know uh, Nintendo and uh, you know now we're talking about these old ass medicines from the eighties. Like I'm feeling so <laughs> old, so I don't old. Care. And Listen. um, I was I was talking to a friend today. We we're talking about like uh, how things change so fast. It changes like from year to year to year. Like I was go I was looking for a phone upgrade today. And I'm like, all right, what do I got? I got the I got the iPhone 12. First of all, the price has uh, dropped by about fifty percent since I bought it only like eighteen months ago. um yeah. which is remember when you crazy. bought it? Yeah, and it's it's already down like it was like a thousand dollars when I bought it. It's worth like five hundred bucks today. Um, but yeah, and just like the lingo, like when like uh, and people, let me put it this way: somebody who's like sixty years old today. And if there was somebody like um, like their nephew or something like that was 35 years old and he was talking about video games that he played, the 60-year-old would still be confused and have no idea what that kid was talking about. A 35-year-old. <laughs> it's,
3: it's crazy. Am I right? It's so fucking true. <laughs> so fucked up. And a
1: 35-year-old might have a shot at maybe knowing what like maybe a 20-year-old is talking about or like you know the video gamers who are maybe like 15, 12, 15 years old. Like, what do you think? Do you think they're they're way more hip than a thirty five year old? What do you
3: think? They are, but I don't know. Like a lot of the stuff that these kids play nowadays, like I just couldn't get. Like you know, these kids that play Minecraft, all these weird fucking games, and it's just it's. I don't know, dude. We grew up in a different day and age, man. We were into like first person shooters and like fucking you know, like Resident Evil. Remember that game, Resident? Like that was a fucking yeah, cool game.
1: Yeah, and, and shooting was, zombies like, and shit. At- and that was miles ahead of like Super Mario Brothers, you know, like right. Duck Hunt and Contra and Alter Beast and Sonic, you know, like that was miles ahead of all that stuff. And but the, the reason that I bring it up is because like holidays are around the corner and you have you have kids that are home for the hot or parents who are home for the doll- holidays or the kids with their um, their video games. And they're playing like their uncles who they haven't seen in a while. And like or and they're sitting like, let's say I sat down with my niece or nephew. And i'm playing a video game with them i can tell that they know way more about the games and stuff that are out now and like just the ins and outs and just like the, yeah that we did back when I we
3: had, were kids like with our video games you mean
1: i know that i confused the hell out of my parents when i was like 12 years old they were like oh my goodness uh what the heck, <laughs> is, uh, what the heck are you doing there what do you, Aaron? What do you mean a oh
3: little air dog <laughs> i'm gonna throw <laughs> okay. you into broom closet. you're not gonna get nothing for christmas <laughs>
1: shit <laughs> <laughs> they, they were they were just i boggled their minds you know and and to think that what i was doing was complex and See, you know I why was- though this is
3: the reason why aaron because when we were kids we used to have to actually explain to our parents why we wanted what we wanted like you're i remember my parents they would be like what do you want for christmas be like well i want this video game and then my parents would be like well why do you want it they wanted like a fucking uh, a whole thesis on why i'd have to sit there and explain why now it's like if these kids want a game they're just you know they all right. Well, here's a few tokens. Go on the fucking store, or whatever, and buy whatever the fuck you want.
1: Instantly, they're, they're, game pass, boom, and you get it instant, right. and and that's great. I mean, like, I love my movies with no commercials. Netflix, Apple TV, you know, whatever it is, boom, I got the movie right away. I appreciate the hell out of the, the technology. Don't get me wrong, like, but it's the same with with, with video games too. It's instant gratification. Um, but I was talking about how families are getting together for the holidays. I wanted to fill you in on yeah. um a couple of things. Um, first, I went to Ashley's uh, restaurant tonight. Uh, just you know, it was, yeah. the, it was the one that I helped remodel and did a lot of work at. So I wanted to see what it was like, you know, um, in full swing. I really haven't been there since it opened a couple of months ago, and mm-hmm. uh, they—I didn't think they'd be that busy on a Monday night. But I forgot to take into account that it's Thanksgiving week, and they weren't really staffed. I think they understaffed for. They're like four things and Mondays probably aren't as busy and they didn't think about it like, Oh, like there's probably a lot of people coming in from out of town and their whole, it's kind of a themed restaurant. It's kind of hot wheel themed where there's like big trucks and hot wheel cars and lights and yeah. like pinball games. And that are central around like toy trucks and stuff. You know, there's a big, t- there's a big monster truck on the wall. And like everything is very, you know, kitschy niche. It's it's a very kind yeah. of like family kid kind of thing and um just as i was sitting there i think i was texting you i said oh it's you know it looks busy because there's not a whole lot of dining space you know there's only a couple of booths and small bar and it is what it is but as i was exiting i could see that it was filling up with all of these families and you could tell that they were people from out of town getting together like old college buddies or
3: aaron i'm gonna aaron i'm gonna mute you really quick back out and back 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 come back in i remember you telling me about this restaurant and i know you because you um I remember right before you left for Florida, you were just kind of in the finishing stages of leaving, you know, and you were just, I think they were just getting ready to open. I remember you were talking about it. And I remember seeing like kind of the final pictures of it. BP, you remember this? This was kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's a, every, it's a gray can area ask, Can I
4: ask? I was just about it because I knew he was working on it and I hadn't, I hadn't heard anything.
3: Yeah, and I haven't heard anything either since he came back. So I don't know. This is the first night he came back here. Well, I, you know, I, I backed him out so he can come back in. Uh, hold on, let me get Aaron back in here. Yo, Corey, what's up, Corey? What's up? What's going I, remembered,
4: on, I remembered it's Monday night and I should tune in on the show, so I was just popping in, popping well, in here for a few minutes.
3: You popped in at a good time, my friend. We're gonna pop your cherry tonight. How's that sound?
4: Where's <laughs> Where's Boogie Nights at?
3: Um, well, Boogie's going through menstruation right now. He's, uh, he no, he, no, he, um, he's not feeling too well tonight. He, uh, he took the night off tonight. So, so you you know what, Corey, you'll be Boogie Knight's replacement tonight. How's that sound? All
5: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Some> <laughs> I don't choose to fill. Buddy. I don't know
5: how long I'll be able to stay on cause I have to get my meds and all that, but.
3: All right man well you hang around and we'll we'll you know we'll just hang around nice nice to hear you and see you so Aaron all right so you're back so this rest, so I heard you you know was what is it you said it wasn't as big as you thought it was going to be or or there...
0: no
1: no I knew I knew how big the place was so it's uh, you know they they've only got it's smaller than you would think it is uh like okay. you know it, when there's when there's so many people um the you know it fills up quickly so that it looks busy even though there's not a lot of people there because it doesn't have as many seats that you know it did at their older location but they still have the capacity of people coming through the door so it's like you know they they have i think they're having trouble keeping up with the volume of people but anyways so what i was saying was um you know the these a lot of people are coming through the door and and there was, you know, a table of uh, a party of like 12 and then there was like a party of eight and, you know, and then there's like another party at 10 and it's just a big family. Big families are getting together for the holidays and piling through the door. And they did understand. They had like maybe one server and like a backup kind of floater person to help them out. So they're kind of like, yeah, so they're kind of in the weeds over there.
3: Um, Like you said, it's Thanksgiving week too. There is a lot of people in town, you know, people visiting and shit and you know, it's one of those weeks where not a lot of people are cooking this week either. A lot of people are going out to restaurants. Nobody's cooking this week.
1: Yeah. That's- yeah. I, I that's that's the that's the impression that I get is that, you know, people are really like eating out more. And I think that um a lot of people are not necessarily maybe they are. I don't know. What do you think they're cooking? Not
3: I don't know. People, Look at BP. Orders, BP eats restaurants- out every restaurants. BP eats out every single right. day. And I'm so jealous every single time he posts something on fucking on Facebook. I'm like, motherfucker, dude. Well, BP, what was that boat thing that you ate the other day? It was like a like an egg boat or something. What the fuck was that?
4: The, the one I get the picture of up there. That is the burrito boat. Oh, it is. God. Uh, it's a, it's a burrito. It's a, pretty much a burrito boat with um eggs, two types of cheese, bacon, um. Uh, grilled peppers and. Oh. God damn it! I fucking <laughs> Aaron! I, I
3: swear! I want to unfollow BP so bad on Facebook because I hate seeing his his food pictures, but I can't. I know. I can't unfollow he, the guy.
1: He makes me <laughs> he makes me so freaking hungry all of his posts and pictures and his Instagram. Oh my god!
3: Guys, if you got you know, listen, uh, that's one thing I can say with BP. He's very good at. Uh, he's he's a very good marketer. You know, he's one of those guys that just. <laughs> I want to go eat with yeah, BP. doc, out. BP. I, I don't uh,
1: know. I don't know. Did, did I don't know if you if he wanted to put his insta out there or anything like that, but he can get a chance to do that if he wants to and get a couple more
3: followers. Okay. Yeah, but, go ahead, uh, BP. Uh, my inst
1: uh,
4: My Instagram, is, you'll see pitched on too, is bpoling, which is b p l l i n g thirty nine, and my TikTok oh. is Brian brian Poling, b-i-n-p-l-i-g
3: 495 yay yeah go check them out there it is Let hey, let's tell you one thing that's the spot to go <laughs> i beautiful. you know what it is check it out. aaron i'm one of those people though too especially during this week i don't feel like um i'd rather go eat out and shit too because i don't i'm one of those people too before the day happens on thanksgiving you know everyone's getting prepared and ready for it and shit i'm i you know I want to go into into Thanksgiving with a fucking empty, empty stomach. Like I, I feel like I'm gonna that's fast day before.
1: Uh, that's what pe- people typically yeah. like. The families in from out of town, whether it's like for the week or whatever it is, they always they they go out to eat for the days up to Thanksgiving, and then Thanksgiving they cook. You yep. know, they don't do any really cooking. It's like everybody's coming in from out of town. You know, you're not you're not trying to like cook a meal because you're gonna have Thanksgiving in a couple of days anyway. So everybody's going yeah. out to eat.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna fast. I'm so, gonna smoke some weed too like on the day stuff. of uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm gonna get high as hell. There you go. There
1: yeah. You go. So, yeah. <laughs> like I said, this is kind of a family restaurant. I heard these two little—maybe they're like five years old, right? And um, they're like two—I don't know if they were friends or cousins or whatever—they were two two uh, little kids. And one kid says to his friend, "You know, your mom's trying to kill you because she's buying Cheetos with poisonous dyes in them. My mom buys everything organic; it's dye-free." What? <laughs> die because your mother is poisoning you buying you cheetos and the kid's like my mommy's trying to kill me mom you're trying to kill me it's like oh my god it was a uh... fucking...
3: <laughs> dude really that kid must oh. grow up and he must he must have grew up in like whole foods and like you know yeah. <laughs> organic all the organics <laughs> <stuff>. wow really <laughs> you should have recorded listen i got you those um you know i last week i bought uh, myself and Aaron, these little portable microphones are like clip-on microphones and they literally pair up with your with your phone. And that quality I, is I great. Know. You got to start I, I taking know. those things out when you do some excursions, man. I mean, that would have been great. We should have went up to them and started interviewing them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what do you think about uh, Cheetos and why they're harmful to society?
1: Because um, my mommy said so. <laughs> <laughs> I should
3: have <laughs> you a fucking five-year-old on why cheetos are bad for you i would have loved that
1: (laughs) yeah and then i could have always you know interviewed the mom why are you trying to poison your son yeah
3: Uh, yeah. what is wrong with you ma'am all right you know you're you're poor kid over here how dare you (laughs) (laughs) You mom
1: you're trying to kill me yeah how dare you
3: my god it's like
1: the most innocent This is the most innocent quip from this child. But I was like, oh, my
3: God, that is like. What's wrong if a kid has a (laughs) bag of Cheetos every once in a while for fuck's sake? You know, Aaron, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. I'm all for, you know, people with their. Listen, I don't have kids. You do whatever you want with your fucking your little rugrats. If you want to feed them McDonald's 10 times a week, be my guest. If you want to feed them a healthy vegan diet, I don't know. Let them grow up and be fucking painstakingly hungry. That's what you have to do. Yeah. I, again, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you how to raise your kids. Dude, <laughs> you to go about and telling your kids that having a bag of fucking Cheetos, and I'm not saying a whole bag here. And I'm talking about like, you know, you know, like when you get the, um, like the carton with all the different like bags in it. You know, you bring it for lunch. Like it's a, a small serving. It's like a, a nibble is what I like to call it, A little nibble. Yeah. You get yeah. a couple. What's wrong with giving a kid that once in a while, dude? You know?
1: Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I thought it was just so funny just because of the cheat I guess these Cheetos do have some dye in them. I'm sure that, I mean, Oh, mean, look at a Cheeto, dude. That's not all natural. No, Nothing is that bright orange in nature.
3: Go, you know, go stick your it, hand in a, in a bag of the the flaming Hot ones. I mean, Christ, dude, for three days afterwards, I could take 10 showers. I still get that little red dust underneath <laughs> my fingers. I mean, it's, fuck. <laughs> I could lick my finger really quick, like, and, oh, shit, wow, that's hot. What, 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 oh, that was a couple of days ago. <laughs> this, you know, it's so funny you brought this up. I was, dude, listen, yesterday I was so fucked up because I, the Ravens weren't on yesterday. So realistically with football, I was just kind of watching the red zone. and like, eh, I guess I'll watch football today, going through different games. Nothing I really cared about because obviously it's not my team. So then I'm browsing around throughout, you know, the, the megaverse of TV that we have now, AirDog. It's crazy how many different shows on. And I, I went on the um, Discovery Plus app, which I love. I love Discovery Plus, AirDog. And you know why? is because they have so many great documentaries on there. They have great cooking shows. I mean, listen, you name it. Discovery Plus, I think, to me, is one of the best uh, streaming services because it's got a plethora of different stuff. If you want to watch a food show, if you want to watch a documentary, I watched a cool documentary on JFK um, since this month is um, actually sixty years since he was assassinated. I watched some cool stuff about that. Just some historic. Then, then I get. Then I don't know how this happened. I got vortexed into watching a, a couple episodes of my six hundred pound sisters. Did you ever watch this show, Six Hundred Pound no. Sisters? Oh yeah. No, but I'm yeah. intrigued. Yeah, so I was um I was watching it and I ended up pulling this clip out of there because this is what people again the. Two sisters. They're both six hundred pounds, and they're they're not healthy people by any means. Aaron, they're, they're they they could barely get out of bed. Um, they have special people to help them go to appointments and doctors. They don't ride in normal cars like me, you, and BP do. Um, you know they, they don't. They literally get shipped around. Like, do you ever see? You know, when they bring cattle across like state lines <laughs> and stuff like that. That's that's, that's yeah. kind of how they are. But they're outfitted to like you know be for them. You know, you know that's
1: it's it's wow. very sad it really oh, is man so you want to talk this, about Does this have any relation to thousand pound sisters
3: yes it's it's very it's there's i don't know how many spin-offs bp i don't know if you've ever watched this show but there's probably about five or ten spin-offs of my 600 pound life now there's my 600 pound sisters wow so
4: oh yeah there's like 20 million freaking spin-offs of that shit man <laughs> crazy wow and uh
3: i saw i heard this clip and it's so funny that you mentioned you know like these people talking to the kids and their parents with food listen to this fucking clip i pulled this from from last night here take a listen
2: do you drink
4: water during no the day? no water at all okay all right and then what are you drinking during the day sodas sodas sody Sodies. Sodie pops okay <laughs> Sodies. and how
2: much do you think you drink a day eight to twelve a day
3: Eight to twelve sodies a day. I mean, come on, Are you fucking crazy! It's like a, that's on Ziller status right there, BP. Right. I
4: was gonna say, yeah. You sure I wasn't Ziller's the girlfriend or something? <laughs> yeah, right. Eight
2: twelve cans. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's regular soda. No, it's diet. It's diet. Okay. Our mom told us when we were younger, if we ate a sugar,
4: you drink a diet coke afterwards, and it'll cancel out the sugar. <laughs> <sighs> Makes
3: perfect sense. Aaron, all right, listen. When I heard this shit, I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, what fucking cruel parents would fucking... I think diet sodas actually work worse than regular soda. Isn't the aspartame in there actually supposed to be worse? Doesn't it cause cancer or something? I've
1: heard. I've heard that's true. I have heard that's true.
3: It fucking cancels out whatever shit.
2: Okay. Um. Do you believe it to be
0: true? No. Okay. I did when I was a kid Sir,
3: sure. okay Oh my god, that's so horrible Why would you ever tell your kid that? That's, uh, that's child abuse to be honest with you <laughs> Oh my god wow. Here, have three sugar cookies But make sure you swallow down that Diet Coke Girls, <laughs> hey, shit's gonna go straight to your belly Oh my lord That is, that's fucking child cruelty Right there, guys Oh my uh, god you
4: know, Eat a eat a whole cake and drink a two liter of diet coke.
3: Yeah, right. It's got to be equal parts. <laughs> what? <Are you> serious? <sighs> it it really is. It's sad when I watch those shows, Aaron. I can only get through like one or two episodes where I finally get to a point where I'm like, all right, I can't watch this anymore. Like, I just you know, you feel bad. Nobody ever wants get, to fucking be like that, dude. I don't.
1: I don't think these people are this this is genetic when it comes to like that size person I don't think that you can eat your way to being like a thousand pounds you I think you have to be like genetically predispositioned to having that type of figure I don't
3: right like, no there, yeah it's got to go somewhere back in your lineage I mean listen you know you look at people
1: uh, if yeah. I had an athletic build when I was like in You know like even when i was like in you know younger like high school or elementary school let's say i started eating really unhealthy i don't think i could ever hit that without like having that gene you know
3: it's it's the genes the metabolism all takes part in it and you know there's one thing you gotta really try dude you gotta really fucking put in the effort in the the work ethic i want to call it work ethic because to eat that much and gain that much weight to be 600 pounds i mean when do you look in the mirror and be like shit, maybe I got to stop doing this. It's they don't they don't know how to stop. It's it's that's the fucking yeah. sick part about it. I can't listen, I can only get through one or two episodes here, Dog, then I'm like oh, I'm like I can't do this. I feel so bad. I really do.
1: You know like what's what's almost I don't know if this is cruelty or not, but um people who are really heavy like weight like these in- individuals like when they go to prison They don't feed, they don't, they don't have extra rations for these people. They get fed the same amount as everybody else. And they're like, I'm still freaking hungry. And I don't like, you know, they've, they've got a lot of meat to, to feed. And so like.
3: You get one tray, just like everybody else. I know you're used to 10, but guess what? When you're here, every it's there's no (laughs) that, that, you know what it is. That's one thing with like a, like a system like that. They don't want people to think, oh, well, how come he gets 10? Just because he can't stop eating? I've only get one play. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and no, Doc, you're right. It is. It's a fucking sickness. It's like any disease. I mean, it's horrible. I just, you know, I watch it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know what's worse? I don't know what's worse to watch on that on that Disney, uh, or the, sorry, Discovery Plus Air Dog. I don't know what's worse. If it's the 1,000-pound the life or the 600-pound sisters or the uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. I've talked about that one before in the past. I mean, that fucking I- show is just,
1: ugh. Do love me some Doctor Pimple Popper. For I know it's
3: I... so satisfying.
1: <laughs> I knew you I would it. like
3: that. I know it's so good. Oh God, I, I like, can't.
1: There's like there's something about like the, just like the. Not not the pimples looking gross and nasty before like they really get squeezed, and not the ones that like have constant like. Uh, I'm not talking about like like a cyst where there's just like a million miles of <laughs> constantly pouring out of the thing. I'm talking about like like those Daisy Duke pimples where there's just a little bit of, like just like you know, it's just a little bit, you know, like not not the infections or like the gross, you know, like. <laughs> No, no, like
3: I can't do it. Uh, there's, you know, there. The one thing which is a blessing and a curse about Discovery Plus is you can learn so much from it, but it, you can also like by the ends of watching a show want to kill yourself. It's like because it's so disgusting. You're like, Jesus! Dude, I, I have,
1: I have dated women who were actually really into watching Doctor Pimple Popper. For some reason, they <laughs> loved it. They loved it, and I know girls who love to pop their boyfriend's visits. Like they, yeah. like they love doing it. It's, they're like, "Oh, no.
3: That's <sighs> that's so horrible. That it really oh, is how's, disgusting. How's your
1: back? Let me get in there. Oh, yeah. Really?
3: Well, then the, you know they <laughs> so true. Well, and you know what it is. To, yeah, cut, be for,
4: for anyone out there eating, alfredo sauce or um, pasta sauce. Bon appetit.
1: <laughs> <Please>? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like sometimes. Some really gnarly like zits on Doctor Pimple Popper does. It looks like alfredo like yes, or like a big gnocchi just popping out of there,
3: like yeah (laughs) Gnocchi, yay! (laughs) Gnocchi, like a potato gnocchi. Oh my god! (laughs) It's like it's like putting a a polio string cheese through a shredder. (laughs) It's disgusting.
0: I swear though,
3: you know that that's one fucking. Advice with me is like, I don't know. Maybe it's this along the same lines too, Aaron. Like you know, these people that like like ASMR shit, like on on um on YouTube. Did you ever hear the, the ASMR? Sound. Yeah, they whisper into. They like watching stuff being popped. They like the sound, or even the people that are into like the the mukbangs, those mukbangs or whatever that are on the YouTube. Yeah, like who wants I, I do what to e eat for thirty what's minutes. What's up dude? with that?
1: Why do people I don't, really like, like people like watching other people eat? What's up with that? It's like, and they find I, it so satisfying. It's like this really curious thing that like, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time.
3: Like, like they BP, have massive you're,
1: followings.
3: Right. They have, yeah. They crazy. Have
1: like fans and people are, they follow them and, um, <laughs> and it's, and they're, it, it's a phenomenon to me. Like, and I, it's, I guess it's like anything else that people are really into for some strange reason. They just love it. What's up with mukbangs?
3: Does BP know? BP, do you know? Yeah, I mean, you're a foodie, BP. I mean, what do you what do you think about these mukbangs that are on YouTube and shit?
4: Well, some people like some people watch people eat, like the Oriental people eat the strange food and that. People love watching them eat that because they won't eat it themselves, but they want to see someone else eat it. So. I guess are you talking about their like their the own. people that are on there they
3: have like a big giant lobster claw like it's literally like f- 10 feet wide and they're like oh yeah we're gonna well, bite it and lobster- they yeah, open it up and it's like all oh, this lo- scene <laughs> those are horrible
4: not even not even lobster claw. they're these like old squid. testicles <laughs> or squid <laughs> or i <you know, laughs> mean stuff that people won't, norm- won't normally eat
1: yeah but they that's not like That's like on Fear Factor. That's like, all right. So like the elk penis and like like the (laughs) testicles from like underwater sea creatures and shit like that's that's bizarre. And and I get that. I like I want to watch that. Like That makes sense to me.
2: For some weird
3: reason.
1: (laughs) Elk penis. (laughs) but if there's something like oh it's just like oh I got I got
3: a burger and some pasta I'm like well hey. that's the Aaron that's the thing I've seen mukbangs where it's not people eating gross shit like it's literally like a guy just went to go pick up a new like item at Burger King that just came out and he goes home and he sits in front of his camera for a half hour and he dissects the whole thing and talks about it and you're literally just sit I hate when pot- people watch me eat it, like <laughs> you know what I mean I fucking can't stand it you know when I go out to dinner and shit I'm like I. I, I take my bites in between other people when they're doing theirs too. I don't I don't like people staring at me while I'm eating. I mean I'm not a nasty eater. I very polite when I eat. I just don't like the thought of somebody staring at me while I'm fucking chomping food down into my gullet. You know what I mean? It's yeah
4: yeah I'm yeah I'm the same way. It's, it's I don't know it's yeah. disturbing.
3: Right. I'd <laughs> rather actually eat by myself. To be honest with you, I like eating by myself because I know nobody's around. You know, slop all over myself if I want. You know, it's especially like with girls I've been with too. That's another thing. Like, you know, I I like a girl that's got a healthy appetite, but I'm not going to sit there and like stare at her while she's fucking chomping into a big, "Mm, this is so good. I can sit there and stare at her. All right, great. Eat it. Hurry up. Let's get out of here. I'm (laughs) done. I don't, there's nothing cool or appetizing or, or, or nice about watching somebody eat. It's a, it's not a, I'm not saying it's a gross habit. It's just, it's not something that you want to go and look at somebody and just like, Oh wow. Look how he eats. Even those yeah, hot dog no. eating contests, I can't do those Aaron either. Ugh. well, that's just people just
1: stuffing things down their throat. No, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's bad. I don't know. I mean, like, do we have anything in our chat? Is anybody contributing like what does anybody else have any freaking thoughts or opinions on this? Because I like nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah, they Doc say, said oh, it's horrible.
3: It's, weird. It's, horrible. Said it's horrible. It's
1: a sickness. <laughs> it's uh uh nobody I don't get it. Uh yeah. I still I don't can't believe that it's woman told her. It's just yeah, a mental ahead. thing. That's all it
4: is. It's a mental thing.
1: Like watching somebody. Some
4: like, Yeah, it's just the way some people are wired. They like to watch so, stuff like that.
1: Zoning in like on their mouth and the way that they chew and like the like the sound of it and like Ugh. is
3: that
4: part of it? That's I do It's just it's just the way they're wired. It's just they like right to yeah watch stuff like that.
3: There's the only way that you can describe that, Aaron, is how they're wired, because not everybody is wired the same. I mean, there is some people that are just a little bit different out there, which, hey, you know... Uh, are they living dangerous.
1: vicariously through you because they can't do it themselves? Like, I mean...
3: Maybe they want like- that McDonald's cheeseburger that you're eating on the camera, and they're sitting at home drunk at 2 o'clock in the morning watching you eat it, and they're probably, like, drooling all over themselves. I think that's what most of this shit comes from, <laughs> to be honest with you, um, I think it. I think half be- the... It, yeah, yeah.
4: It might be someone who's on a diet, and that will watch someone else eat it and live vicariously through them. Or, but, well, yeah, that's like, like a mean, drug. it's that, so
3: can... like a. That's like a drug addict watching another person do drugs when they're trying to be sober, or like you know, uh, you know what I mean. It's not really. It's, Is there some it's... poor
1: like Hindu kid sitting back saying, you know, I can't eat a cow, but like look at that dude, he's eating a burger. Like, mm, yeah, like it could you be know, you right. Can't. Yeah. Or, no, because they actually they look at cows as like a sacred thing. Actually, they hate us.
3: <laughs> they hate us because we eat cows. Yeah, they eat elk penises instead. That's a lot more uh, <laughs> delicious and nutritious. <laughs> elk penis. <laughs> Did you really see a video of somebody eating an elk penis on a mukbang? you have to send me that video. I want to watch that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've seen some weird shit, man. A lot, of, like, there's, I know there's, like, a, there's some sort of shellfish that, like, i Actually, it might. It actually might be like their dong. Like it actually like is huge, because no. Like did, did you know that in relationship to its body, like an oyster actually has the largest penis like on the planet in comparison to like its body. Like it, really, dude? Have you ever seen? Oh. Have you ever seen like the, the so the penis on like a uh, uh, shelf like an oyster like it. Comes out of, and it's like 12 times the size of their it body. It pokes
3: out of the side of the shell. It's like the Ron Jeremy of oysters, right there.
1: And it's, yeah, and it, it wiggles its way all the way over to like another oyster. And it's like, yeah, and it's like, does its thing. Yeah. He
3: can't suck his own cock. He slurps his own cock. <laughs> I see what you're saying in relation to its body because everyone's thinking like, what do you talk about? An oyster's small. No, but in relation to what an actual oyster is, its, its
1: body. So like penises. an oyster is like three inches wide, like, well, this <laughs> one is it's yeah, it's like 30 inches long compared to a three inch wide mollusk. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. I mean, if you picture
1: picture, you know, what what would like you're six feet tall, so like that would be like you having a sixty foot long schlong.
3: Oh man, I only have wish I just want one where I could tuck it in my sock. No, that that'd would be, be a curse. Cool.
1: What? That'd be horrible to tuck no, it it in your, Well, first of all, even if you, even <laughs> if you, okay, if I could tuck it into my sock, that would be equally like disadvantageous. Like, yeah, uh, that dude, I, that would be getting me tripped up all the time.
3: No <laughs> You're Tripping shorts. on your penis? <laughs> Literally. Imagine. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to play basketball? You'd have to wear um, the long it- sleeve, the long trek pants. You couldn't wear shorts. How come he wears long? Oh, because he's got a penis, and then you're, you're tripping when you're going for a layup, tripping over your cock.
1: <laughs> I can never wear that jewel cooler.
3: <laughs> no jewel. No, yeah, your, your jewels won't fit in there. <laughs> Jeez. But you might be able to save a life, BP, right? Somebody's falling over a cliff, and they needed a uh, an extra hand, you know? it <laughs> over. Grab
2: right one this! <laughs>
4: yeah, they're falling off a cliff, and you pull it out, and they start hanging on to it for dear life. and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right then, all right that, love that's, it that's a <laughs> long talk for this evening oh my all right God. listen got it we got to
3: get into some music here guys um when we come back air dog i got a lot of stuff to get to uh, a lot of stuff on the horizon uh jesus christ it's i only got two more days left well to get through this week dude i don't know what it is today too everybody was in such a i, I always i know you might think i always say this but everybody was in a really rotten mood today i don't know if you guys noticed it or if it's just well, me
1: They've, they're either high strung because they're like last minute Packers for the vacation or they've got in-laws coming in from out of town or they haven't may- done their shopping yet. They haven't got right. their turkey. You
3: know, I think it's the whole in-laws. Just, on I think the, the wife rag. is
1: probably stressed out and nobody wants to leave the office.
3: Yeah. People are going out of the house just to get away from the wife because like, you know, she's barking orders and yelling at her yeah, fucking relatives. And you, you never do anything. You can't even go to the store and get the right. I went to the store and bought some stuff. You didn't get the right shit. Oh, God.
1: What what do you guys, so, horrible? We, we can talk about this when we get back, but what do you think? You think yep. the holidays are more fun or more stressful?
3: No, they're stressful. That's it. stressful. Really? You stressed. think most people
1: There's... feel that way?
3: No, I, I don't know if it's most people, but I'm just telling you, I think from most of the people that I talk to on a day-to-day basis, most people are like 30% saying, yes, we love the holidays, but the other 70% is like, yeah, I like it, but it's too stressful. There's just too much going on. Too much priority on certain things. There's that little 25% of time where you can relax during the holidays, Aaron. But the other 75%, dude, it's like, go, 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 go. And I think that's what a lot of people, I don't know if it's like that in other places. But that's, I don't know. That's from the people I talk to. That's mostly what I get out of it. People are more stressed <laughs> out. Period. All right. Hey, no. That's it. I don't, listen. You can ask anybody people get stressed out about holidays. There is the small things where you can sit by the tree and, you know, drink hot cocoa, but Aaron, you know, that's like 15 minutes of a day. And then the other, you know, 23 yeah, hours, are uh, fucking by madness. It,
1: buy stock and Xanax. The holidays are upon us.
3: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know, if medical marijuana is you uh, legal, wherever you are, go invest in a pen. They'll definitely TikTok. get you. Yeah.
1: So pop a pill, swig a beer. These days, <laughs>
3: good tune right here, guys. Uh, we've heard that. Uh, listen, here we, go. we got a lot to get to. A lot of shit. All right. Stay tuned. All right. I'm just
2: trying to find a way up when I'm down. It all makes sense to me now. We're all good to die
3: there i like that one that was a uh, joy uh how the hell is she speaking joy i love them uh, with noah kahan with all gonna die it's great gonna die.
1: song dude, and it segued segue perfectly from our conversation into that song
3: <laughs> yeah exactly all right listen air dog let me do this um uh, I, I like this new segment that we've been doing on here uh back out quick and i'll get you back in here A little scratchy um I remember we were asking last week, we asked Boogie um, whether or not uh, if this woman's husband shoved somebody at work and uh, Boogie kind of gave us his take on it. And you know how Boogie is. Boogie's like, oh, I thought it was merited. You know, Boogie goes on on a fucking tirade. He's like, you know, it's not really good to, you know, push somebody at work and cause, and I guess the charges were filed. Then they got dropped and the guy lost his job. It's a horrible thing, you know, just because of a, a little mild disagreement, Aaron. So, but, um,
1: so, all right, so the, but you're going to ask a question?
3: I'm going to ask you a question, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you this question. This was out of an editorial that I found, and um, I'm going to ask you the question. I want you to answer first, and then I want to actually, I'm going to read you the answer by what the expert says, because, listen, I got to tell you one thing right now, Aaron. You're probably one of the most insightful people I know, number one. Number two, though, you're very smart. You're, uh, you're one of those guys that, you don't beat around. Listen, you, you give the right answers. You do the right thing. You're not like me. Uh, sometimes I'm like, eh, hey, let me, let me go outside the box a little bit. You're, you're more or less, well, you're outside of the box, but you still stay in the lane a little bit.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> so I, right. I'm,
3: I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like Zorro. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so let me ask you this question. All right. So, and, and I'm going to get your honest response out there. And this is the question I've been with my boyfriend for two years and can imagine us getting married and having a family together. The only issue is that he often likes pictures of other women on Instagram and chats with them in their DMs. It makes me feel like I'm not enough. I've challenged him, and he says he's not cheating, and it's just a bit of fun. Should I just accept this behavior as part of our relationship? Hmm.
1: <laughs> I think it's causing for a lot of spicy um, arguments, and uh, I think that it's making the, the relationship a little bit more interesting. I think nope. by him playing those games, I think that he's got a head start on her, um, like mentally. I think that he's playing. He's keeping one in. Uh, yeah, I think that he's playing. I think he's playing just games. in case. Yeah, I think he's. So but you're you know thinking, what, like it is, so. Yeah. It, that's that brings it back to like is is an affair an emotional affair? Is that as valid as a physical affair? And what are these pictures of? Is it a girl like playing with her kids that he likes? You know, or is or is he like oh, I hope hey, not that's, that's a great camel toe. Uh nice thumbs up, you know, like what's what's he what's he liking?
3: You'd think he's actually trying to do this to keep one in the chamber just in case something happens where like either he gets in a spat with his wife and blah blah or his girlfriend. This their their boyfriend no. and girlfriend. Then you get in a spat that's and all not of what a I sudden. I know, but that's no, that's, if, that's okay. That, All right. If
1: that was the case, if that was the case, he wouldn't make it so public. He would keep it on the side and be much more mischievous about it and uh, secretive. If he wanted to keep like for some play on the side, he wouldn't uh, because any if any guy is going to cheat on his wife successfully, he's not going to. And, and although he, I would say that he's not going to just put it out directly in front of her for her to like just witness, you know, unless he's asking for to if he's looking to answer a lot of questions and be caught out yeah, yeah. And unless like my father said he taught me well he said if you're ever going to steal somebody from somebody's house make sure you do it in the middle of the day and go in their front door it'll look like you're actually there to fix something <laughs> and <do it> legitimately <laughs> with so much confidence that people believe it's
3: legitimate and hey i'm here to clean your pipes like, open the front door <laughs> you can walk out of there
1: with the television the stove whatever you want just make it look like you're supposed to be there so if you're cheating on your wife, maybe you can make it look like you're legitimately just,
3: <laughs> just you know, what's, insulting. you know, what's, yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, what's so crazy though, is I've actually, I know people like real life people, my friends that have told me that they've had basically emotional affairs. And I always thought about this. I'm like, what in the fuck is an emotional affair? And it's literally like, they'll have an affair with somebody. There's no sex involved, no nothing. It's just, they like the conversation that they have with this other person they like the aura of just you know seeing their, their fucking pictures and if they talk on the phone the FaceTimings, dude listen i've talked to people that were like deranged with this shit like they were out of control and you know they got to a point where they're you know their spouse is like listen you're spending too much time talking to your uh your childhood girlfriend your your you know girlfriend you know or, or your friend from these people get sucked into the shit. And even though there's no sex or anything involved, they get sucked in mentally with, I don't know why, how, I mean, so
1: is it valid saying that an emotional affair is almost worse than a physical affair? Because let's say they do go out and they, yeah, because it's obsessive, it's just physical. Right. Like, but they're, let's say a guy is just doing it just to get his dick wet. And he's like, he's like, yeah, well, I was just doing it just because I needed to stick it in some strange <laughs> and instead, there's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> S- I Yeah. Uh, or is it worse to say, like, this guy is actually having feelings and he's mm, fantasizing about this person that, you know, is is that worse of an affair? I think that, I think it is putting its heart into it rather than just like physically sticking his dick in another woman.
3: I think it is. And the reason being is because that's like, it's almost when you're in an emotional state like that, it gets obsessive because you're constantly thinking and shit. Whereas like, you know, when you go and have sex with a girl and shit, it's like, all right, you're, you're in, you're out, you, you blow your load. And then you, then you kind of like, ah, all right. Yeah. I, I want to just go on with my day now. <laughs> you know, it's like when you yeah, roll I mean, over that's... in bed after blowing a load, you, you know, listen, you don't, it's not like you're going snuggle.
1: Like, Unless you're one so of those very, guys. It's very transactional. You like at, at a certain right. point when you're just like, you know why we're both here. We're just going to get it in. And then like, you're just friends with benefits. Yeah, you know?
3: there's nothing special so about it.
1: Would you rather be um, on the on the end of the stick where a woman catches you having a physical affair or an emotional affair? And which one should your spouse take more seriously?
3: I, I Listen, I'll tell you from I just think the emotional affair is the.
1: <laughs> and which one stands up in court?
3: Well, adultery versus um, obsession. That's how I have to look at it. I don't know what emotional
1: adultery judge emotional emotional
3: adultery (laughs) (laughs) Judge, please just let me. I was emotional adultery. What the fuck is that? (laughs) I made it up just now. All right. Just let me go along with it. All right. Come on. You gotta understand. (laughs) I don't know. They're both bad, but I would think the physical would set most people off. I'll tell you just my answer from this whole entire thing. If if I ended up finding out that my girlfriend was liking other fucking dudes' Instagram photos, and and shit like that, and you know what's funny is my last girlfriend. All right, I ended up finding out that's what she was doing. So, and I called her out on Would it. You, and,
1: okay, and and where and, was, where did this fall in the um the emotional to just like did she, did she physically cheat or was it? Just an emotional thing that she was just liking me and talking it, and it, it was an emotion. And, yeah,
3: it was an emotional thing, and then it ended up to us breaking up. And then look at what happened. now. And she's with him. So I should have I should have called it when I did. I should have knew better. <laughs> so it so is what the it physical is.
1: Physical hadn't taken place yet, but you. No,
3: I was okay. sniffing it out. Basically, I knew I'm not a fucking listen, air dog. I didn't fall off an anchovy truck yesterday.
1: <laughs> I know and everything
3: that goes on in this world.
1: <laughs> she thought she was totally in the right by saying you know joe i it's not like we actually had sex or anything we never hooked up we never kissed uh i i was just emotionally involved with
3: him yeah no the excuse and was that's, um so that's joe, not he, cheating no the excuse was we've been up. friends we've been friends for 18 years and he's like family like he knows my family oh so he's like our cousin <laughs> so i don't know maybe she's fucking her cousin i don't know who, who knows who cares my thing is, uh, listen. I'll give you my my take on it. I got your take, but mine. Um, yeah, I would I wouldn't go for it, Air Dog. I wouldn't be for that. If I ended up finding out that my girlfriend was, you know, liking some fucking dude's Instagram photos, and it's especially in this one, it, in this question, she said that they're sending messages to each other. That now, was that, the part of the story yeah, yeah. that
1: actually I don't agree with. If some guy is just liking pictures, I mean, whatever, dude. I I like I. Like, <laughs> I I, like, um, I liked Cubella's submission of her pork chops that looked like vaginas filled with uh, stovetop right. stuffing. I that like was a great. lot of weird shit. So mm-hmm. uh, for me to like, <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's okay to like a picture, but the DMing is where you cross yeah,
3: the line. Yeah, it crosses the line. Well, here's the expert's um, take on this air dog. So this is what the expert replied back to this person. Uh, whether or not this is considered cheating in quotations, is beside the point here. Your boyfriend is doing something that makes you uncomfortable, and rather than listen to your concerns, he's dismissing you. You don't need to accept his behavior if it doesn't feel okay for you. Uh, While some cheating is really clear, what classifies as betrayal or inappropriate interactions will slightly be different for everyone. Not all cheating involves sex or even physical contact. Some infidelity is emotional. Like you said, wow, air dog, hit that one right on the head. Digital cheating or cyber infidelity is still considered cheating to many people. Uh, cheating is really anything that breaks boundaries, both explicit and implied, in trust in your relationship. It goes on to say that trust in the context of an intimate partnership isn't just knowing what your partner won't cross certain lines. Trust in an intimate partnership is trusting that your partner will consider your uh your needs equally with theirs. Your boyfriend isn't trustworthy right now. He's putting his desire to have fun and interact with women he's attracted to above your need to feel enough valued and secured in your relationship. Even if he would never take things further than he is with him, he's not showing respect for your needs. There you go. So, so.
1: Is, it a, is it an unspoken boundary that just we should automatically know, um, you know, guys or, or girls, like we should just automatically know inherently that you know there's some boundaries that aren't meant to be crossed
3: can i tell you something the last couple girls that i've dated and you you met them all all right they would if they ever found out i was doing that shit you know how they were with the tempers they would rip my cock off and stuff down my mouth i I wouldn't even have done it (laughs) they're crazy
1: now (laughs) let me let me throw something else at you now if if somebody just doesn't tell you something is that the same as lying like let's say for example like if a girl talk to a guy and just didn't mention it to you even though they might just be friends let's say um but they just didn't tell you about like let's say this has been going on for months
3: it's a gray area because you're not really lying because you're not saying anything but you're you're being deceptive there's no you know there's two two different things when you're being when you're a liar and you're being deceptive when you're lying you're basically you know just Telling your 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 story in your twisted, fabricated, fucked up way. When you're being deceptive, that means you're putting on some type of facade that you want somebody to think that you're doing a certain thing when you're really not. Buying closed doors. So there's there's two big variables there. You know what I mean? So, mm,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, listen, there's but so if you're much a
1: committed relationship with somebody. I feel like you should probably. You know that's uh i don't know you, you know, just devote your days. fucking
3: what... you devote your time to the fucking person that you want to be with if you don't want to fucking be with that person if you feel like going on instagram and spying on other girls and liking their pictures are enough for you to do <laughs> you, then you know what it's not gonna fucking work air dog i'm sorry dude it's yeah. just it's not man do you think our parents but my my so fucking parents, my parents have been together 40 something plus fucking years you know, my parents were looking at Instagram photos or my dad wasn't going to buy Playboys, you know, and, and like calling in and, and he wasn't doing that. All, shit. Right. So, avenues
1: so, all right. So Joe, Joe says if you're eating at the steak joint every night, don't read the sushi menu.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to explain it. I don't think it's I don't think it's right at all. I, I just think like if you're with somebody devote your fucking time to that person. And, you, you know, if you don't, if for some reason, you got the only reason I would go on Instagram, Air Dog. All right, and I, I was like liking a girl's pictures, and she was like, "Oh, why are you liking her pictures?" Oh, well, I was maybe considering bringing her over and having a threesome. <laughs> <sighs> what do you think? <laughs> I'm um, I'm studying for the future. You know, maybe better yeah. in that way.
1: <laughs>
3: you know, uh, so, so, you, know I, lose, listen, <laughs> you know, it's it's a lose lose. Oh, because you might have that one girl like, wow, yeah, you know what? She is kind of hot. <clears throat> Shit, you can get her over here right now? Yeah, bitch. Just let me keep DMing her. All right. Go go make some chicken pot pies. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit. I'm gonna set it up. <laughs> oh, Dude, hey, listen, there's no there's no right or wrong with this whole thing, but I just don't think it's right at all. It, you're being deceptive. You're not lying, Air Dog, in that situation. I don't think you're not lying because you're not uh, you're, you're not telling a story that's not true.
1: You're, you're just you're not. You're just you're <laughs> just omitting the truth, and right. in, court that, in court, that actually does hold up. So if you're if you're uh, actually willing, you're actually knowingly withholding facts or um, the truth pertaining to anything, you know, technically that is, um, and like that's technically lying. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, and and there's some term for Good. it, but the, it is it is technically lying. Yeah. Well, course, lock today, me up and so throw funny, away the key. <laughs>
3: yeah no it's it's horrible though but I again I've never gotten it to a point in my relationships where I've ever had to go do that I'm not like that type of person you know when I'm dating somebody most of my social media gets shut the fuck off I never go on social media when I'm in a relationship because I don't really have a need to the only time I've ever done it was like you know during when we first started the radio show I'd be on here promoting the show and stuff but otherwise man it's like I I don't fucking go on social media then did you ever I'm realize, Aaron? Let me, Aaron, really quick. Let me What's let that? me ask you something. Did you ever notice, like, when you're single? All right, you're single on social media. You got all these temptations coming at you from fucking every which fucking angle. every time you're single, doesn't matter. Or no, I'm sorry, no, not no, no When you're dating somebody, you got the temptations. It's always when you're fucking dating somebody on social media. This, you, you know, you got girls fucking sending you messages. You, you're seeing titty pictures on on Instagram. It's like holy fuck. And then when you're single none of that shit happens it's it's like it's non-existent it's almost like they know
1: <laughs> well, you, well you know the, the the easier it is the more attainable something is like the less the conquest is appealing i just
3: i don't understand that though it's always when well, i'm listen, like dude, with somebody do,
1: do you, you want to play in the in like let's say you're an all-star baseball player do you want to play in the you know t-ball you know like uh you want to play with somebody who's you know uh more difficult to play against you know you want something that's harder to obtain or impossible
3: yeah i get you i don't know i just this listen relationships are fucked up nowadays all right and i've I've read so many fucking news articles and shit and you know listen you go read the new york post you open up you go to page six and just read through there you see some of the crazy shit that's going on and some people's relation we reported it last week with uh, P Diddy and Cassie with their fucking—he was like pimping her out and shit, and trafficking <laughs> her and shit. I mean, it's like holy fuck, dude. Yeah, that was fucked no, up. It, it really was. I read more yeah. deeper into it over the week. I'm like, wow. But yeah, I don't—I don't know. That's um. Listen, relationships nowadays—you just got to be very careful because you don't know what the hell going on. And again, you got to blame it all on social media, dog. I—I hate to be the social media crucifier, but. I just, I think things were a lot easier and a lot better, you know, you know, when we didn't have all these outside influences, you know, the only outside influence we had when we were growing up is you'd go to a club, you know, you go to a club yeah. with your girl and like, God forbid, some girl like rubs by you and, shit and it's like, Okay. Hey. You know, now a girl can just, what is it called? Um, when they, when they put, po- was it a poke? They poke you. Yes. Uh, in your, yeah, yeah, they poke. poke you. They poke you. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. equivalent to a girl rubbing her ass on you in the club back in 1999. Okay. A poke. Poke the bear. Right. You know, then it's just you know, oh my god. Sometimes I, you know what? Maybe it's better off to be single at this point, right now. Maybe let the tide go over a little bit, air dog. See how the waves kind of even out. Right now, it's like an undertow out there. <laughs> you get sucked in dude. It doesn't. I, I listen. I don't want to be that person. You know, list. Let me play this clip here. I got a clip of a fucking couple. All right, this is the this is the kind of relationship I want, air dog. This was their first time uh, on the Mile High Club. In the, on a plane do you ever did you ever do the Mile high Club thing I never did it
1: uh no to completion no
3: oh so you've tried it but never okay wow you, you devil dog you you so you've actually <laughs> you've actually gone in a bathroom with a chick on an airplane thousands of feet up in the air and and, uh, and tried it
1: it's way harder than it than people make it sound
3: I, I don't know how I I'd be scared here take a listen to this today I'm joining the mile high
1: Club. One dude on the plane at first she didn't really seem like she was into the whole idea uh, she was still mad at me because we were late to the airport I brought this special chocolate that's supposed to get you in the mood and it didn't take very long it was go time remember
6: only one passenger <laughs> in the laboratory at time
3: real guys real I love it they got caught dude and the girl's hot too <laughs> I, what do you see? he had a he had a special chocolate air dog before there. So, he, in he, so
1: he took some viagra before he got in the plane and then he went out there and he had this like a, just a raging heart on and he, and he yeah was for he it. had a
3: cialis he had a cialis ridden chocolate that he ate before he made <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom oh my god that's horrible you know Airdog, I'm gonna mute you quick because we're gonna play a music break. Uh, go in and go out. One, uh, when we come back. Now, now one thing I can tell you is um yeah, that's one thing that I've never been able to achieve on an airplane. I don't think I I don't know if I would be able to. It's too much um I don't know. Too much too much too much pressure, AirDog. Vegas does you know have what I mean? that
1: Vegas has that that um service where you, it's got the bed in the back and like you can fly up uh, and and he, like I don't know if there's got to be some sort of courtesy curtain or something but it's a small plane and it's just enough room in the back seat for like a, a king-size bed and it's like all satin and everything it's got the heart-shaped pillows but you go up there and you you have you have the mile high club experience um and then you come down and you get out and they take your picture and they give you a certificate of completion um and wait hold
3: on what is it a certificate of completion (laughs) what kind of completion (laughs) (laughs) are you serious oh my god that's awesome what airline is this now
1: oh god um i'll look it up for you i don't know if it's of my head
3: yeah, next time I go out, I'm to fly out. I'm <laughs> going like, to uh, book that airline. Hey, you got the, you still got the beds where I can get my certificate of completion?
1: <laughs> uh, there's one called Love Cloud.
3: Love Cloud?
1: Yep. Love Cloud Vegas. Oh, my
3: God. Can I tell you something? Why didn't I think of this shit when I was young? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <sighs> Yeah. This same mind that you guys hear right now, live on the radio, guys, is the same mind that I've had my whole entire fucking life, and I, I don't understand why I'm not a multi-millionaire. With, with you know what I mean, I should have figured all this out well a so, long time ago. You too, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I've had
1: I've had so many good ideas that have been taken by other entrepreneurs. Trust me. Horm. So I'm, I heard you typing. I heard you typing. Did you get a chance to see what this plane looks like?
3: Yeah, I'm looking at it. <laughs> and I, I feel really bad that I can't, well, you could post pictures in the, uh, in the chat, post some pictures in there.
1: Yeah.
3: That's pretty I interesting. I don't, I don't even know. I don't think I can. I was I can. also, I was also pulling up another song too. So let's, let's do that. We, uh, um, cause we got another hour left here. Let's, uh, we'll, when we come back, I got some stuff to get to. I got a ton of stuff to get to. Um, I'm actually, right. listen, I'll tell you, Aaron, I think that's a really interesting segment with, that we did with the, uh, with the question. Cause you know what it is? You kind of open up a lot of doors, a lot of different, a lot of people think differently. People could yeah. be listening to this and like, wow, I agree so much with what Aaron said, or I agree with what Joe said, or I agree with what the supposed, uh, sex yeah. expert says, I, okay, <laughs> you take your own opinion, but everybody's different. Everybody's a little yeah. bit fucked up in their head or, you know, I don't know. I just... I actually thought I answered it correctly. I kick her out of the house.
1: (laughs) I I think (laughs) I think we both brought up some valid points. And um, but yeah, so I I don't know if we cleared anything up for anybody that's considering having an emotional um, affair. No,
3: no, of Uh, course not. We (laughs) confuse people even more. That's what we did because we had three different opinions here. So no, that's what I like to do. I don't want to give you good advice. I'm going to give you my advice. Aaron will give you his. And then you just take it and do whatever the hell you want with it. You can go make a bad there decision was... or a great decision.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was there was no conclusion. There was no right way no. to handle that one. But uh, best of luck to you guys.
3: Yeah, and don't ask me for a fucking advice like this ever again, because that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to confuse you into making a either a really poor decision <laughs> or a really great one. How's that sound? <laughs> right here, dog? That's how we uh, do it. Uh, Fuck it.
1: I'll take uh, what's behind I'm not a psychiatrist.
3: I'm not a psychiatrist. I should have went to school for it. I didn't.
1: Most confusing and overrated psychiatrist ever.
3: Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good tune, right here, Air Dog. Every third eye blind. Ooh. Okay. How's it going to be? I got to go take a fish, guys. When we come back, lots to get to. Patonia show here on a Monday night, Thanksgiving week. It is. Third eye blind, right there, Air Dog.
1: How is
3: it gonna be? How's it gonna be? I love that song right here, Joe Antonio Show, guys. Welcome back. Oh, let's plug the sponsor before um, EP has an anus. I don't, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need around here. We'll come on the panel, Air Dog. What he does is he'll come on here and start yelling at us. He's a true HR guy. He's a true. He's a true guy. <laughs> guys, the official sponsor of the Joe Antonio Show, Aquabitee Kombucha. It's a premium probiotic tea. Organic kombucha, non-alcoholic, premium ingredients, live probiotics, and official enzymes. It's good feed, vegan, and handcrafted in the great state of where? here,
1: uh, It's coming at you hard and heavy from the great state of Vermont, Joseph.
3: Hard and heavy. That's what we do around here on the Joe Antonio Show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, so many great flavors to choose from, especially for your uh, Thanksgiving uh, party. Make sure you stock up. Uh, some of my favorites are peach out, turmeric sunrise. Uh, I'm always sipping orange. Let's, let's see what I got here tonight, though. see if you can guess it there, dog. <sighs> mm-hmm. ah, what are you thinking? What are you thinking?
1: Uh, I think it's the peach out.
3: Uh, I got blood orange tonight. Blood orange. Yeah. When you going to a little curveball tonight. Guys, they're a uh, pledge of authenticity. They only use premium ingredients are live cultures and probiotics to develop. Fermentation.lab manufactured the kombucha is always alive, vibrant, never pasteurized, and to use the latest technology to the non alcoholic kombucha. Check them out online, guys. Aquavite.com. That's a q u a v i t e a dot com. AirDog, gotta use that promo code, Joe A. Show, at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order and free shipping. Hey, buy some, ship it to your friends, bring it over for a little holiday treat. Uh, if you're you know. Doing something on Thanksgiving makes for a great mixer, as uh, Boogie always says, or, you know, drink it straight out of the bottle. It's good for you. It's healthy, and it keeps you intact, just like me. It and it uh, keep, keeps your duties nice and strong, too.
1: <laughs> You're going to need that for after you have your your hearty Thanksgiving meal.
3: Oh, of course. Yeah. What was this that I saw? I, I saw this article today. I wanted to ask you about this because this is pretty kind of mind-boggling. Um. Can you eat enough at Thanksgiving to actually make your stomach explode? This was like <laughs> pretty, pretty fucked up. Um, it says technically, yes. Uh, with Americans set to consume an average of 3000 calories at Thanksgiving dinner next Thursday. Well, this Thursday, according to the calorie control council. Well, look at they have a calorie control council. <laughs> what do those guys do all day? <laughs> Crunch numbers. Calorie, a calorie control council. Yeah, they're like an official. They're like the FBI. They're the CCC, the, uh, the Calorie Control you okay? Council. They should, they should go over to All the right. my 600-pound sister's uh, house and <laughs> bust them. <laughs> Kick the door down. <laughs> uh, it, says right, at least a, it says at least a few of us might be left worrying. Could our overly full stomachs actually explode? Uh, yes and no, experts say. For the vast majority of gathering around the Thanksgiving table, a much more realistic concern is overeating and the uncomfortable feelings that go along with it. Ab- uh, abdominal discomfort, bloating, heartburn, and indigestion are common symptoms, or as I call it, agita, guys, says uh, NYU's Leng- uh, Le- NYU's uh, gastroenterologist, in- Dr. Bezora wrote in the Washington Post. The phenomena of a stomach bursting is extremely rare. The doctor assured readers an overeating would be likely an unlikely culprit for the gut to go oppenheimer.
1: <laughs> okay. oppenheimer so okay so it's not it's not like the explosion of like an m80 or a cherry bomb no. going off in your stomach and it's not like that or it's just going to explode in the skin out of your abdomen yeah. it's just like it's just kind of a little bit of a tear or a seepage of all that food just floating out yeah. into the rest of your thorax the rest of your abdominal cavity
3: maybe you start leaking a little bit out of your belly button or something like that you know
1: no you think so a little a little uh, uh, gravy a little, little a gravy coming. out of the old, old lid trap
3: is that mushroom grab me a roll i want to dip um <laughs> your stomach is a tough organ with thick muscle walls and a rich blood, blood supply that can easily withstand every a hearty thanksgiving meal uh, she wrote the medical term for a person's stomach Turning into a digestive IED is called a gastrointestinal perforation. This can impact the stomach, large, and small intestines. Likely causes including ingesting harmful substances like corrosive chemicals or sharp objects, a clogged colon, a gunshot wound, or a complication during a medical procedure. Symptoms might even include severe abdominal cramping and bloating. Uh, For overeaters, there are few natural safeguards in place to prevent the worst happening. Nausea, for example, acts as an organic cutoff. To stop a person from eating. Hurling up your stuffing should then take the pressure off your stomach. If the pressure in your stomach significantly increases, you'll feel nauseous. If the pressure becomes severe, vomiting may occur. Both protect the gastric rupture that could potentially occur. So uh yes and no, you can overeat and basically, but more or less sitting at a Thanksgiving table. I don't care who you are, you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna start leaking gravy out of your ears. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh
2: my god imagine horrible.
3: imagine like
1: a little, a little bit of cranberry Is that, was that blood nope it's cranberry sauce yeah hey mom I,
3: can you put a little bit of that on my stovetop <laughs> it's horrible <laughs> oh my god who eats like that though I don't I understand like it's Thanksgiving it's just, fuck. <laughs> BP said it's like a radiator leak yeah it starts to see yeah. yeah you know like then, all, sure. then all of a sudden as it gets hot the thing just to fucking explode <laughs> who <laughs> oh, fucking you, listen you just i don't know that i love thanksgiving just like the next guy but i don't fucking
1: to to pound that much into your stomach where to the point where it explodes oh my god and that's such a good look when you bring a date home for the holidays too to to eat too excessive what your family members are just blah, 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 just stuffing as much as they can down their freaking piles right. like um yeah don't eat too much um, i want to
3: fuck later um
1: it's <laughs> oh, so oh. sexy getting my belly. <laughs>
3: I don't think that's gonna happen later. Uh, oh no, dude, so, that's like it's horrible.
1: <laughs> I, I don't I I I don't know. I so technically it is possible according to the calorie counters. So-
3: uh oh. Where'd you go, AirDog? Air Dog uh Air Dog. <laughs> I think Air Dog lost his connection. So happened really? <laughs> oh, There you are. Okay. Anyways, what the hell is, what was that? Who's talking in the background? Is that That's your Alexa? Alexa. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Were you saying calorie <laughs> counters what?
1: Yeah. The, the calorie counter is association of fat fucks. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to join the CCC now. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I, I again, I've never been around people that are like just gonna sit there and just eat all day. I get to a point where I, I'm, you know what it is. I think as I've gotten older, Aaron, I might be good for two plates, but like I'm done after that. I'm not gonna sit there all day and like, you know, it's too much, dude. It's like shit all fucking um, day. S-
1: let me ask you. So we were talking about like um, having discretion when it comes to having an emotional affairs on your uh, significant other. What do you think about this? Holidays. Is it the appropriate time to bring your betrothed or your significant other home for the holidays for the first time meeting the family awkward or not awkward is it the time i've to done do it.
3: it i've done it it's i don't know thanksgiving christmas
1: on... is that the time to do it
3: uh, no it's not you, you got to do a precursor you know J- june june 10th before july 4th <laughs> you know what i mean don't, introduce don't them first drop yeah the bomb and yeah. When, don't when dr- your mom started, yeah. not are start- like,
1: going through the whole stress, and like everybody's got to. I feel like everybody's on ice. If you have like nine cousins and like seven aunts and uncles, and your parents and the grandparents, that puts so much stress on. Uh, let's say the girl in this, like you know, um, scenario, um, or the guy too, you know, both. But I feel like girls feel it even more because they the girls are like neurologically um, wired. You're walking on
3: eggshells. It's
1: like self conscious and like really just like um just paranoid sometimes should I, like, like should no, i offer
3: to do the dishes or is it too soon for me to ask to girls, offer to do the dishes
1: <laughs> girls make it weird right like when when it's like and especially around a holiday thing like yeah. and they're coming and they don't have any like they don't have any um emotional support dogs or emotional support friends to pull them through the night um they don't have um like yeah, they do. Like they just go life. on
3: Instagram. They can go on there and talk to their friend and that they've <laughs> <been> DMing. <laughs> they're, yeah.
1: they're the one they're emotionally uh, cheating on you with, but for a guy, your parents, your parents gonna... are
3: like, why is she always on her phone? Oh, she, mom, she's talking to her uh, emotional um, friend on on Instagram. She likes <laughs> all of his pictures. He just posted one at a speedo. You should have seen it. It was great
1: for, for a guy, what do you do, Joe? Like you're meeting, you're meeting your girlfriend's dad for the first time in the family. And, you know, and everybody's having, you know, like a couple of drinks or whatever, like you fit right in, you have a couple of drinks with dad and um, you know, and all is well, you know, but like, the, but f- like,
3: if, it's if still awkward over though. and
1: she's, she's pounding drinks. Like, Oh, that's a bad look.
3: Well, this whore. Um, <laughs> yeah. my, my mom, my mom, I could see my mom. This, this is my mom's like whole thing. She's really nice, but can you tell her to slow down a little bit? She drank all of my seltzers. <laughs> okay, Mom, I'll <laughs> tell her. Right, don't worry. All the seltzers are gone. <laughs> all that white, white All right, mom. waste. Yeah. Uh, well, Listen, that's the reason why you got to, before you start shoving your, your significant other into a situation like that, you got to introduce them to the parents first before they start going and trekking off with the uh, rest of the family. Because you have some infidels in your family, too. You know, you got some people that drink way too much. You got some people that don't drink at all. The people that don't drink at all are looking at you and your girlfriend like, oh, they drink too much. And then, you know, the ones that do drink a lot, they're like, oh, my God, she's the best. I hope you marry her. She's the greatest. You know what I mean? She fits right in. But there's like, the you know, then you're looked at, too, on on two different sides of the pendulum. And you're you're like, all right, well, well, do do I live? What do I do? It's never right, Aaron. It's never going to be right. You're always going to piss somebody off
1: everybody no. And nope. I think that that's my takeaway for the holidays. Do them for yourself. Don't go. On she's gonna beyond. drink all
3: of my. If she's gonna drink all of my seltzer she better go find a package store that's open today and go buy some more and replenish them. Okay, Mom, I'll, <laughs> I'm on it. I'll make sure she does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna. You know, you're never gonna please anybody in your family or not. At least everybody. You know, there's the certain. I, I have cousins and relatives that are like, oh my God, she's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, and then like, I'll get like a an Instagram like DM message from like one of my relatives I haven't talked to in like six years. Oh, you look so great, but that girlfriend of yours, I don't know. <laughs> well, so yeah, know. Your, your mom meets Ugh. your
1: meets your girlfriend for the first time on Thanksgiving and she's buying her a bottle of vodka for Christmas.
3: Yeah, and it's, a, it's so awkward. You're like, ah, oh, maybe that's not a good decision. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We've all gone through it, dude. You've been through it. Either everybody way, has.
1: I th- I think that it's I think that it's easier it's easier for guys to take to take uh, to be that that on um, the receiving end of that awkward scenario. Oh, it, but for the holidays, like do it, just enjoy it for yourself. Don't go out of your way to try and impress everybody else, and just be you. Just be original. Be genuine. And uh, I think that that reads in any scenario like just be just be who you are. The parents are gonna love you for being who you are, and Dad's gonna respect you more for being genuine than trying me? to put on a facade of, yeah. Just if you're if you're a butt scratching, burping, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to be, whoever you are, just be yeah, just be yourself. Hey, listen, let me
3: tell you, I'll give you some advice too. If uh, if you're going over your your significant other's uh house and they're really Far right Republicans and they're huge Donald Trumpers. Make sure you don't bring, if you know, bring a glass of wine or bring a bottle of wine. Don't bring over Bud Light, okay? Because you'll get thrown right out of that don't fucking party room. No, no Bud Light. Yeah, no, don't no Bud Light. politics.
1: Don't, don't. don't. don't yeah. talk religion, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: There's, a, there's still a bit of this. Look at yeah. this look guy here. He's trying, trying to suck up, up to us. He brought bottle. over some of that Dylan Mulvaney juice. With Bud Light. We <laughs> don't drink any of that crap over here. Dylan Mulvaney juice. Yeah. Sorry. So like, don't you, <laughs> you gotta be really careful, dude. Even small shit like that. Like what you bring over to drink could spark a fucking huge outrage. You know, Absolutely. you try to be nice. You, you bring over a 12 pack of Bud light. God forbid you find out that like, you know, Jim Jordan's like, you're like the, your, your girlfriend's related to Jim Jordan and, and Donald Trump's like their godfather. Like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go dump this down the train outside. <laughs> so fucked up, dude. You can't do anything right around the holidays. That's that's the thing, air dog. It's whatever you do, and something there's somebody will pick something out about you.
1: Yeah, it's always the case. Always the case. Might as well just, as well just stay you home. Never get, you're never gonna please everybody. Everybody's always gonna have uh, something to say, um, and that's yeah. why you should just be genuine. Just be who you are, and um, yeah,
3: just
1: yeah, and that's it. And just yeah.
3: Hey, let's catch up with cooge we haven't talked to him in a while we haven't heard from him in a while uh what is this he's making shrimp parmesan hmm. then i want to get into um i want to play this Cartnarks clip when we come back dude this is probably one of the best ones i've heard in a while we haven't played Cartnarks on here and aaron i don't even remember the last time you know uh, i probably, like you know i know I you some do. I do i mean maybe maybe springtime in the beginning of the year i just you know what it is like i was telling you before a lot of the stuff they release now, it's like you got to really fish through it. But this one, I I fucking listened to last night. I'm like, oh, this is perfect for the show. But um, yeah, here we go. Let's let's catch up a cooch first and uh, making shrimp parmesan. Hmm.
4: It smells like Aquaman, sister. Got
0: the
3: jumbo shrimps.
0: Do
4: you want to handle the shrimp? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want me to put like lotion on first? That- Dip it, rip it, flip it. She had a yeast infection. Yeah, you shotgun yours. Tastes like I might storm the Capitol. I think this is a sativa. <laughs> Enough garlic to keep away Dracula. It's not usually good if your shrimp is sizzling. That means you got chlamydia. Take a girl to Golden Brown Town. Kilo of <laughs> That's a knife to cut that up with. Yeah, it's the one OJ used. Heavy <laughs> flow. Like a pimp palm, the yeah. shrimp palm. Tony Montana mozzarella. Ginzo gravy. Red White and who the fuck do you know here? Size of an aborted baby. <laughs> now what? Now what? Uh-huh. You what? not what? just throw it at a pigeon? Do we do a Lady in the Tramp style? Just kidding, yeah. <laughs> Did you have your eyes closed? I got a stand-up special on Prime Video. Go check it out. Pterodactyl.
3: <laughs> I think him and Boogie would get along really good, Cooge. <laughs> it's great, dude. 100%. Oh, my God. Makes me want to eat. Hey, all right, here we go. Um, This one, Aaron, it's called the Pepsi Challenge. So I'll give you a little premise of this, you know, Cartnarks. This guy, I swear to God, I've I've watched a lot of these over the last three years. Okay, you know, we've championed this this whole entire segment to to the point where we were playing these so early on in the show, nobody even knew who they were. Uh, my boy Mike Gertola ended getting up, what uh, the the owner that he got him on the air. They talked, they had a great conversation and shit. And then he blew up and he was on Dr. Phil. Now he's getting millions and millions of views. I always like to say that we championed Cartnarks around here. Um, as far as you know, blasting them off into the mainstream through radio or podcasting. Because nobody knew who the fuck they were. And I'm sure they would have blown up, but we were kind of we were on the edge of it. We we knew ahead of time before they would blow up air dog. We did. Um, we
1: caught him on the early spin. We caught him before he blew up and became in uh as famous as he is today.
3: Right. And if you guys don't believe me, you guys can go back three years and listen to the first episodes. We used to play their shit all the time on here when they had nothing on there. But it, and I, I I'm not saying we're we're the we're grateful for that. We're grateful that we were on the cusp of it. But uh, this is a great one, dude. This is a uh, you'll see why, Aaron. It's called the Pepsi Challenge. Little uh arc here for, for you on the Joe Antonio nice. Show. Haven't done it in a while. Air Dogs back. It sounds fitting. Let's do it. Uh oh. Uh oh. No. <laughs> see that lady behind you? She's walking her cart back,
7: not putting it on the curb where it's now harder to park for the next person. I say that, then she just curbed it. Well, my my hope for humanity was too high. Can I get you to, to take your cart back, sir, please? What? Can I get you not to leave your cart out blocking the spots?
2: What happened?
7: You, oh, what happened is, uh, this happened just a few seconds ago, actually. This guy looked a lot like you, put his cart out right here, Where now it's harder for people to pull in these spots.
2: Take it all the way there. What do you mean,
7: all the way? It's right there. You walked pa- You walked past that way to get in. You walked past that way to get out. I know you're capable.
5: People live with. You.
7: People are waiting. Oh, so now they're waiting to pull into a spot where it's harder to get in, thanks to you. Let's see. Uh, see it's, uh, don't return our shopping cart like a
3: jerk. Let's put this right here. Oh, here's where it gets horrible. I mean, this gets fucking crazy here, Doug. The, the minute he throws the first magnet, it's, it's over. It's also smart to get out of the way of
7: the front or directly behind the cart. Because yeah. uh, in case they, even if by accident, they floor it. That's bad for you as a person. But that's a... Hey, that's a oh, would you reconsider, sir? Thank you so much. You're very sweet. Right. What's that? Garbage. Oh, yeah, that is garbage now. Okay, so <laughs> I got an extra one for you here. here. Yeah. Get the cart
2: out, out of here,
7: Now, sir, notice how I'm being polite and nice, and you're the one who did the wrong thing with the cart right there. That's actually... Ex- oh, no, you're littering again. Okay. Sir, I'm not an effing a-hole. I'm a sweetie pie. Now, I can reapply <laughs> this if you like. I'll wipe off the dirt and the grime because I'm going to consider it agent of the carton Get the fuck out of here. Sir, do you want to <laughs> talk about the uh, cart over there? Fuck you. Sir, you're not really ma- saying anything except for insults.
2: Fucking shit.
7: <laughs> sir, that's not a really nice thing to say. There you go, right there. Um, I have a feeling that hood is aluminum, because you notice the magnet isn't really staying very well. All right, but see, he's there. Thank you for taking her here at the time, sir.
2: Fucking garbage.
7: What? No. Uh, the person <laughs> who leaves their card out is a garbage person. Uh, that's a uh, covert a- application. You'll notice there. uh Oh, here we go. Get garbage! Get the fuck out of here, motherfucker! Sir, why are you yelling at me? I punch you, motherfucker! But you're an old man, and I'm young and spry. You're fucking garbage! <laughs> <laughs> Watch your attack. Sir, please take your card back. <laughs> I I'll need, a, I'll need help with. I need help with the translation. Anybody <laughs> on that one? <laughs> Sir, would you like to take your card back, please? <laughs> You working here, motherfucker? I work for the Darks. We're, a sexy, group the of, we're a sexy group of highly trained oil agents who... Let's see if I can get this one right here. Yeah, I don't have any more magnets. So that was what we call a fake-out. Let's we'll see if he falls for it. Looks like he did not. And as predicted, our... Oh, he did fall for it. He fell for the fake-out. Uh, sorry, you fell for the fake-out. There's no magnet there. See, what I did is I used your pride against you. And now you look extra silly, don't you? Would you like another one? Uh-oh. Now you always got to watch out when they reach in for something. Uh-oh. Sorry, as you can t- <laughs> he
3: threw a fucking pepsi at him just so you know it was a, that was a pepsi he threw a whole pepsi at him I like got 24 ounce pepsi
7: tell him very quick on my feet and all you did was get pepsi on your own car uh-oh okay now we'll back up get some distance but
2: between-
7: i am not looking to fight i'm looking for you to put your cart back I got it from my life. he's only got now you care so much about your car that you're willing to wipe off from your face. This is not about fighting, this is about using the power of words. You stupid motherfucker. I would say the stupid person is the person who has like a vocabulary of four words, and all of them were cuss words. <laughs> now, sir, if you care so much about your face and your car, why don't you care enough about other people
3: and their carts and their cars?
7: Uh, what do you do? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh.
3: He threw a whole fucking Pepsi at him.
7: You faggot!
2: You don't have a time. You don't, uh, to explain. What does, that
3: have, what does that have to do with being the gay f word, sir?
7: What are you doing? You fuck it! <laughs> sir. Whether or not I put my penis in other men's buttholes has nothing to do, nothing with taking your cart back. In fact,
2: you're sitting on my tax and doing these kind of things, motherfucker. Go but what?
7: Why am I doing don't it? Get a job. Why do you think Go I'm get doing it? A job. Sir, you're not addressing me. Not
2: going to government place and getting my taxes.
7: I'm not
3: government funded, sir. <laughs> We say stuff going to. <laughs> oh, my God. I, text? It's... <laughs> I swear to God, I think he's. He's at the point now where he's pushing buttons so hard because he doesn't give a shit. He's got to have some type of security because I'm surprised nobody's killed this fucking dude yet, dude.
1: It's he, crazy. He's nuts. I love how you he, he said I'm not government. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he thought, he thought he was paid by uh, by Uncle Sam to go out there and make sure that you put your carts away in the cart <laughs> He's like, stop taking my taxes.
7: <laughs> That's, I've never heard that before. That's a new one. Let's see if I can get him with a fake out. Yeah, I've never heard. I've never been accused of being on the government dole, and he's gone already. So let's
3: <laughs> the government dole. Oh. oh my god! Listen, I've heard. I've heard him irritate people over the years, Air Dog, but I've never seen somebody like that. He, fuck you, motherfucker! Get the fake out. BP actually he um, he, murdered
2: yet.
3: BP said that um, Aaron. He thinks that's your brother. Um, yeah, listen. I've always said that I think Aaron would be an honorary arc you'd probably be one of the best.
1: Scally,
3: you know? boop, 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 boop. It's not with the car goes, man. Come on now. <laughs> you would be great at that. Oh my god, That'd be
1: fantastic! I, I would get my uh, what do ah. they call the the, the the sneakers with the wheel in them, the rollies? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd get those, and I'd scoot around. And... <laughs> A
3: little vest <mess> <laughs> on. Oh, my god. Oh, we never got to this. Um last week i want to get to this let's let's do this um best of the worst best of the worst health inspections we've played some of these on the um on the show before air dog you know it's one thing when you open a business especially if you're a restaurant it's to be clean and you know obviously you know i mean you helped build the business that was going on you know you went there tonight um at you know the restaurant and you know you're behind it you're proud of it right after you put all that shit and all that
1: yeah you, you get this place all together and you know how many um you have to get all these permits well not the besides the permits but the certifications and all the like the health inspector has to come in and sign off on all and it's it is a nerve-wracking process to get a restaurant up and running and to have everybody sign off from all of the different departments and then once you get it open to keep it going because you got to keep that a plus on the window if you, yeah, slip, you, gotta- if you get a b or a C. yeah I'm the, i don't eat at places that get c's and d's I just, no. I, I don't trust it. And I'm well, a Yelper, that's man. like the, it's like putting a nail in the coffin when you get that D
3: I'm on Yelp. And that's the one thing it's like, I always make sure I look up health grades for like restaurants. And not only that, just like, you know, what other people are saying, like, you know, even if somebody tells me like a bathroom's dirty on Yelp, I probably won't even go there. Cause you know, the bathroom shows kind of what the kitchen's like. If somebody can't clean the bathroom, who knows who's cleaning the kitchen? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. it's a, it's a little disgusting to me. Here, let me play this clip. This is the best of the worst health inspections over the last six months. These were compiled from a couple different news stations. Um, and I love when they do these because some of these people just get out of control. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it goes overboard but that's what we love about it here take a listen
6: on cbs 46 during the past year we have encountered some nasty violations and intense confrontations. we sure
1: have on this week's restaurant report card our adam murphy takes a look back at the best
0: of the worst <laughs> serving expired deli meat ma'am don't touch the camera don't put the camera in my face hey we need to ask you don't about need to be these in my violations. face call, call it's not uncommon to get the cold shoulder when questioning a restaurant about a failing health inspection but this time it got violent you don't have to put the camera on nobody y'all can get out of here with that y'all can go ahead so we're not we gonna discuss the They're They're not supposed to be in the, go the building. So, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Get your, hey, hey, get hey, your hey, hands hey. off me. Get no, your bye. hands hey, off hey, me. You hey,
0: guys, hey, You hey. guys need bye. to get out. Bye. Hey. Bye. Hey. Bye. Hey. hey. The news is blocking here. Come on bye. now. Guys. Bye. Wow. Bye. Wow. 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 So this is how you respond to violations. <laughs> Denny's on Panola Road in Lithonia scored 52 points in a U U-front unsatisfactory in April of this year. The health inspector busted them for expired deli meat, flying insects, and raw eggs on bacon and cheese. And here was one of their employees.
2: My son right here, if you feel me with that f- camera, I'm going to knock your ass out. And I'm going to promise you that f- My f- son
0: right here, son, don't do that because f- i I'll knock your ass hey, that's out. That's assault right there. I don't f- my son right here, you f- <laughs> Is that how you <laughs> talk? Toby? Is that how you talk in front of your son? <laughs>
3: oh my what did you what do you say raw uh raw onions and flies and a bacon egg and cheese that sounds kind of good uh, extra protein from the flies right delicious
0: <laughs> and if only their kitchen was as hot as their employees perhaps none of this would have happened I mean, don't inspection. Have inspection is it? hey that's assault that's a charge you don't care since that crazy encounter denny's corrected most of their violations and scored 97 points on a re-inspection And just last week, this Lithonia restaurant scored the lowest score of the year and the (laughs) worst in recent history. Arizonas on Stonecrest Circle in DeKalb County scored only 21 points in a U for unsatisfactory. The report said there was a pinkish slime in the soda machine, plus there was a great number of flies and gnats in the restaurant, and an employee touched ready to eat food with their bare hands. And four coolers were not cooling properly. What? Yep. No one more surprised than Yolanda Aguaja, who showed up for dinner and found out why they were closed. They have a twenty one? Twenty-one. Oh my god. Since
3: <laughs> Really? Man, says- I was wondering Since- why I was on the bowl every single time I left that place. <laughs> Such surprise there. So surprised! Oh my God! What? Are you serious? Oh, Come on! I just thought I had acid, uh, you know, indigestion, you know, acid reflux. So that's the reason why I felt like I was. I had to go to the hospital because I had pancreatitis. Our visit. Arizona scored 91 points on a
0: reinspection. First of all, wait a minute, sir. Not- Hold on, first sir. First of all, okay. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, it, all wait, wait. whoa, whoa, whoa! This is No, we want to ask about the inspection. Ask about the inspection. And who could forget about this encounter at a St. Springs Pizza joint in August of last year Napoli Pizzeria on Hammond Drive in Fulton County failed a surprise inspection with only 49 points and a U for unsatisfactory the report said the restaurant was operating without a current food service permit plus oh. food was stored on the floor in the cooler and oh. there was cheese with mold like growth on it Adam, ah, I welcome over here
3: that yeah. wasn't exactly it Listen, never um, trust a place called Napoli Pizza, guys. Let me just let you know this, okay? I'm I'm an Italian. I'm just letting you know this. uh, Napoli Pizza. If your name's Napoli Pizza, that's probably the most generic pizza place name that you can make yourself look like you're an authentic Italian pizzeria. Right here, dog? (laughs) I,
1: I, I do know some legitimate Italians with the last name Napoli, but, I mean, it is a very generic name, yeah. It oh, is.
3: they were sto- they were storing the cheese on the floor. It was growing mold. And it's, that's
1: <laughs> oh, man, I've seen some nasty walk in cooler situations. Um, and mm, that's ugh. you can I think you can get shut down for that. I think that the health inspector will be like, we'll shut you down for a day. If they see certain violations, they will straight up just like close your door like that's If you get too many nasty yeah, too many too many nasty things accumulating during their visit. They can be like, you are shut down until further notice.
3: Well, that's the thing when they you know they do these inspections, like they're not fucking around, dude. They go in there and they're they're fucking they're looking for shit to get you penalized. And yes, they can. They can fucking shut you down in two fucking seconds if they wanted to.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's that's the, that's what they're trying to. They do this shit to protect you from the public. You know what I mean? They don't want they don't want fucking people going into like these places and getting fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Dude, you could die from that. Like, did you ever see like the people that keep like the cooked fucking meat with the uncooked meat like next to each other? You know. Dude, that's so that is the worst thing that you can do. I mean, listen, that talk about that's a fucking painful death, dude, because you literally get so sick to your stomach, man. You like you die a horrible death, dude.
1: Yep. You know, you know, you some some things um, that you, like it really make me go hmm. Like um, the Chinese restaurants, have you ever noticed how they do? Um, they cook for themselves often. Met- like they don't eat what they serve the customers. They'll have it like a, a sit down with the employees, but they'll cook something like separate for themselves instead of giving like themselves. yeah they, they have
3: like their they have like their own potluck basically like they you know they don't they With don't cook within like the...
1: food and like right. all they don't eat they serve because <laughs> they know because they know
3: they fuck these Americans we're gonna eat the real shit <laughs> they got yeah. bok choy they got like fresh bok choy flown in from like fucking Vietnam it's like whoa I want some of that bok choy no sus fuck you. <laughs> you 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 eat the fucking crap that's on the menu that's easy yeah. to cook and sits in bins for fucking days on end that's how it is yeah dude it, oh, going yeah. back to thinking about these these food inspections is like some of the times that i've watched um kitchen nightmares with gordon ramsay when he used to walk into those fucking fridges dude i mean some of his fucking outtakes from these are great like yeah listen to this
0: last 24 hours was one of the toughest days ever spent in a restaurant. Last night, we did get rid of the chef, which was a positive move. Now, I need Drew to step up to the mark, Jeremy to support his mother more. I got here early this morning, so I'm going to check out the place properly with no interference.
3: Yeah, I used to love this part of the show, Aaron. Before, like, the place would open, he would, like, go and storm the place, and he would go by himself and go check out the fridge. (laughs) So there's there's nobody there to, like, oh, yeah, well, we just made that, you know, yesterday. You know, it's, like, congealed in there. There's, like, like fucking arms and penises growing out of it. (laughs)
0: Jesus. Jesus. Christ almighty, where'd you start in a place like this?
2: Roast beef. Dating back when.
0: What is that there? Just me defrosting. Again. No sign of what it is. Fresh palmer ham is caked in mold.
2: Whoa. This is outrageous.
0: <laughs> Look at this. Oh, man. It sticks to the fucking hand. It's that rancid. Whoa. Fucking
5: hell. That's just over three months old. Jesus Christ Almighty!
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh God.
3: <laughs> 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 I get so sick. St- <laughs> I like when he, dude. It, may- it takes that guy's got a pretty strong stomach. It's it takes a lot for him to start. Mm, look at his fucking roast beef. Oh my God, it looks like my <laughs> it looks like my high school prom queen, thirty Great years way. ago. <laughs>
1: years ago great way to get your restaurant closed down but imagine if something like that actually made it to the frying pan or to the grill or to your plate and oh. actually went out the door and made it to your your like does it a, it's i, like I love the,
3: i love it's the a, ones that there was there was chefs that used to go on there i remember they would be like oh you know this is like five six weeks it's rancid and be like well listen i remember some of the chefs were like well once you cook it all that goes away.' Not. Doesn't <laughs> what are you not talking the
1: about? And the toxicness and the, mold and like <laughs> no, and the poison, <laughs> the actual botulism, uh, does not get taken away when you cook it, like it's still no. there in the food. It's a really quick way to get your restaurant closed down, um, right? You know, I, I, we actually, um, I was in a restaurant, um, and when they were actually, they closed it in the middle of a dinner shift. Because of- oh, like
3: uh, they did, yeah, they did. Like and like they did in um in Kitchen Nightmares. Sometimes
1: it happens. They will Throw shut that. you down in the middle of and and they'll say they'll have to go up to your table. Sometimes it's the health inspector themselves, and they'll walk over to a table and say, "What's on your plate is fucking disgusting. Sorry that you're you've already digested half of it. Uh, you should go home and vomit <laughs> because this place is being <laughs> shut down immediately."
3: It's horrible. It's like, oh I'm sorry to say, um, I know you're gonna get the runs later, but uh we're gonna shut down dinner service so you don't get any worse and, and hopefully not end up in a hospital because you've already eaten enough here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, That's no so refunds, enjoy your diarrhea.
3: <laughs> it's So bad. It's fucking poor people, dude. I I used to I mean, listen, that Kitchen Nightmare show, and I, I love Gordon Ramsay. I have, I'm actually friends with him on Facebook and I ended up or on Instagram, I saw he just had another kid. How old is he, dude?
1: Uh, Gordon Ramsay. I, say, Ramsey. I guess he's got to be about 50, I would say, today. I'm guessing. Wow.
3: Good for him, man. Guy got some super sperm then. <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those. I, listen, I love the food inspector stuff. I mean, that's always great just to kind of hear the updates. You know, I, I always get a kick out of that shit. I really do. It's always <laughs> fucking fun to hear. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, I don't know. <sighs> Owning how a restaurant must really are. suck. It really is. It's so bad, dude. So fucking. Clean so
1: cleaning up. cleaning out um, the refrigerator is always a fun thing to do, especially when you have uh, roommates or um, even like a girlfriend or boyfriend. But like, you ever you ever get to the point where you've lived with somebody or you, or your, your grandparents? You go to their house and they've got condiments um, from who knows how long ago, or just like a uh, an. an uh, just a, a jug of milk they've forgotten about for the last few years, sitting in the back of like the, the shoes or whatever. No,
3: I would never let it get to something like that. And I'll tell you one thing right now, Aaron. My thing is, dude, with people. If I live with somebody, I don't care if it's a fucking girl, if it's a roommate, I don't care who it is, dude. That that fucking refrigerator is always getting inspected. It's getting cleaned. If I see something, either uh, even a day before it's ready to expire, guess what? It's getting thrown out. I throw it out. I've, I've gotten yes. into fights with, like, fucking exes. Like, why are you doing that out? It, it, it's so good. No, it's not. It's congealed inside the fucking thing. Like, get rid of it. I'll buy you another one. I'm not trying to get sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- listen, that, that refrigerator, that... Pe- guys, would, you know, after the show, go downstairs to your refrigerator or wherever your fucking fridge is in your place and go look inside of there. And I'm I'm telling you right now, there's probably three things that are inside there that should not be in there right now that are sitting in there. I don't care and who you the, are. The
1: the condiments, the condiments can be from like 98 yeah. and people still hold on to them. What's up with that? Yeah.
3: Oh, listen, I got this uh when I went to Cubby Stadium, this hot jar all right? Uh they <sighs> they poured this on uh, when we got to the World Series but we lost and and all of the you know, we lost the whole thing, but I still kept the bottle. Well, dude, there's all like crust in the inside of there and it's it's from 1998. Yeah, but it still, it holds true to my heart. So when the Cubbies get to the uh, the World Series again, I'm gonna put more a little dash on, on top of my hat. Th- oh, so you're gonna get sick during the World Series when the Cubs eventually go back to the uh, World Series? Oh, okay, All right, I get you. <laughs> it's five <laughs> years old. You
1: got, yeah, right. You got a barbecue sauce, ketchup, and mustard that's been in there for yeah. Like- <laughs>
3: Hey, listen, this Sweet Baby Ray's, all right, I I put this on my my, uh, barbecue sandwich uh, nine years ago when uh, my first son was born. uh, And when my second one's born in the next nine years, because I ended up getting my tubes tied, but I'm getting them untied. I'm going to put it back on the sandwich. Oh, okay. Great. So you're going to get yourself sick.
1: Nice. Listen, listen, guys out there, do yourself a favor. <laughs> don't don't hold on to something because it has sentimental value. The yeah, please. And your gut, the hardest not even
3: not even with fucking shit like that with anything. Like if you got stuff that's at your house that you think is sentimental value from things from your past, put it in a box and go put it in storage somewhere. Get it away from you. Put it oh, away. Fuck. And then eventually and then eventually, yeah, throw it out. And then when eventually you get older, Aaron, you know, what you're going to want to do. You're going to look at him like, why did I save this junk? throw it all out forget it we'll get rid of it it's all junk yeah stupid shit we hold on to dude i got fucking you listen you saw when i kind of moved back over to where i am right now you saw the boxes and boxes of fucking shit that i had to bring over here most of it is just junk dude Mm -hmm. like I, i i even said i'm like you know listen when i go grander into the new studio i all the stuff that i got in those boxes it's all getting fucking thrown out throwing it all out I don't garbage. care. It's all junk. It's all fucking either good memories, bad memories, or too far in between.
1: It's like, I don't even I, want it anymore. I almost enjoy the moving process because it actually forces me to lighten the amount of garbage and the accumulation of stuff that just manages to just build. It just, I don't know where it comes from, but I just hope you end up holding on to stuff. and you end up, I don't know. I'm not even really like a hoarder, but for some reason, I just accumulate things. But I eventually like when I eventually move, whatever it is, you know, every however long yeah. it is, it's it's like, yeah, it's, it comes time to throw everything in the fucking garbage that I really don't have an attachment to.
3: Sometimes you're better off. What did BP said? He, said he's, growing, really he said he's growing. He said he's growing penicillin in his fridge. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> penicillin. Um, <clears throat> let me do this. Um uh, Oh, do I have enough time for this? Yeah, we have enough time. I wanted to, here, really quick, I'll play. let me play this last news clip, and then we'll get the fuck out of here tonight. I can't believe, I can't believe it's been two hours already. It's, oh, my Lord, it goes by too fast. This is pretty fucked up, Air Dog. You're going to like this because you're going to like the sound effects in this. This police uh, police officer tases a 20-year-old uh, after a car crash at Key West. Who knows? Maybe you were down there, and maybe you saw this whole thing. Yeah, okay. so this kid got into like a pretty severe car crash. He gets out of the car. He's all like demented, like fucked up from the whole thing, and they're trying to get him to sit down, but the kid's all fucked up. Like you know, he's scared and shit. He's a young kid, and um, he ends up getting tased by the police officer. Listen, Aaron, I just want you to look for this in this clip, okay? the The effect of where the guy shoots the taser and hits the kid in the sound effect of that oh! you're gonna yeah. love it. I swear, you're gonna fall off your chair. The whole the whole clip is funny. It's funny, but it's fucked up because this police officer obviously needs a little bit more training here take a listen
7: he had just survived a serious car crash and then was tased by
1: cops they say he was being uncooperative but he says he was simply disoriented from the accident
6: this 20 year old survived a terrible car crash but he says the injuries he suffered in the accident were made even worse when bloodied and disoriented he was tased by police
4: (laughs) (laughs) When they tased me, I smashed my head on the concrete very, very, very hard.
6: Jordan Rivero tells Inside Edition he was on a fishing trip in the Florida Keys with friends when the car crash happened.
2: I just got in a really bad car accident. Oh,
6: please help, please help. Rivero says he was asleep in the back seat. In this just-released police body cam video, he can be seen climbing out of the wrecked vehicle. First responders try to reassure him.
2: You're good, buddy. Relax. Relax, I need you to stay right there, all right? But he
6: says he was so dazed and disoriented from the crash, he got up two times and found himself restrained by officers.
2: I need you to sit on the ground, so sit. Okay, okay, I'm sorry.
6: 30. Then Rivero gets up a third time. What follows is another tussle. Then this
2: Get on the ground.
6: <laughs> Was there drinking involved or drugs or anything like that?
7: Nothing at all.
6: It's
2: beyond comprehension why
1: you would tase someone who had just been involved in such a tragic accident.
6: A police report says Rivero struck a sergeant in the face with a closed fist and was a threat to himself, deputies and paramedics. We also spoke to Rivero's girlfriend, Emma DePauli, and his father, Jesse, a firefighter. I don't understand how the situation got um, blown out of proportion that far. I don't understand why a taser was involved.
1: Not in my worst nightmare would I have imagined tasing
2: an accident victim. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I gotta say
3: ready, uh make a note. We gotta save that sound effect uh for so the
2: good. show.
3: Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the little shit that I pick out of these things. I'm like I'm like that was the funniest part of the videos when the thing like you hear the thing get shot in the shit, like oh, oh. ow, owl. It's like, a car- it's like a cartoon character. <laughs> I don't think that's right. I mean, the fucking poor kid. I mean, I don't know. 20 years old. Who knows? He, he could have been drinking. And just, I don't, when I get in a car accident, the last thing I'm doing is like jumping out and trying to get up. I'm like, oh, please bring me to the hospital. Give me some some help here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. <That> sucks. <laughs>
1: That sucks getting yeah. teased right after something like that. There, that just like it makes your it makes your bad day that much worse. It's so yeah, right. That's that yeah. I was on a
3: boat all day fishing in Key West. Okay, I'm driving home. I get in a fucking major car accident. All right, so my back's hurting from trying to lure in fish all day. All right, then my my back's really hurting after I got in a car accident. Now I get electrically shocked from fucking from a taser from a what a bad day. I should have just stayed home. <laughs> fucking uh... idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god all right air dog listen let's get the hell out of here tonight what a show i
1: think we we all learned a lot of valuable lessons this episode um
3: i really do you know what i gotta tell you um you know me and you doing the show together you know it's fuck we took a month month and a half off you know we're still trying to get you know clicking on all (laughs) cylinders here and i think we're doing a good job and uh i was very insightful show i have to say uh, you know
1: yeah yeah that that was like um I was therapy I, hour. That I don't know. I don't know about therapy, but I think I think it was a very insightful show. I think that was well. Said. I think
3: I think we've helped a lot of people out there that have actually thought about shit like with their relationships, and especially you know the people like, oh wow, you know maybe I should actually go chop my boyfriend's penis off for talking to women on Instagram and liking their photos. Yeah. Ah, that's the thing. Joe Antonio that,
1: and Aaron told you found me to that do. life advice on our show uh yeah the last place that you would think to listen for it but uh glad well
3: that's why we play the disclaimer in the front of the show guys um (laughs) you know don't listen to everything that we say uh we're not psychiatrists i mean we can help you with a lot of things uh but don't don't take my advice for heed of course all right so air dog listen we'll be back on wednesday night and um we got a great show wednesday night the night before thanksgiving i got some some fun stuff coming up man it's gonna be a great show
1: all right let's do it all over again
3: all right um good tune right here this is uh static Avengers, happy people this is the fetty legrand remix to close this out tonight make sure you guys check out the joe show.com check us out on all the social media platforms forward slash joe show see you guys on wednesday for our uh night before thanksgiving episode hey now mike from tampa what's up man here my Wednesday night alright guys we'll see it head out.